0: Hello, you're listening to episode 17 of It's Just the One podcast, actually. My name is Jake.
1: My name is Adam. This week, while we all sit in lockdown 2.0, we're going to be giving you even more isolation recommendations. No luck catching them swans then. It's just the one swan, actually. So, Jake, it's lockdown 2.0. What are you drinking, lad? What am I drinking? Water water i on a diet lad i did
0: have a cup of t- i did have a cup of tea and now i'm on a guinness
1: nah, to be honest if i i was
0: just gonna have a i was gonna have a cup of tea today and now i'm on a guinness if i had beers and in i'd have a beer oh uh, he's just on the water might go like, adventurous and get a coffee and a stuff. bit
1: like but go ahead water for now yeah we're in lockdown 2.0 um we are we're stuck at home again this is what our conversations got to is what you drink. <laughs> Um, to be honest, we're coming to the end of the lockdown. I think we've got about like about ten days to go, something like that. So it's, yeah, it's not too bad. But um, there's nothing else you can do in lockdown apart from watch telly. It's literally all you can. do. No, take. that's it, isn't it? Yeah. yeah,
0: it's literally the only. It's the only thing every, I think everyone's done yeah. this past year is watch stuff.
1: So just like um, the first lockdown when we gave you. Some recommendations of what you can watch. We're going to do it again.
0: Yeah, I think I think this is our
1: third. This is the third, the third time now. we've done it. That's how fucking long the, we, we've, yeah, been, yeah. we've been stuck in for. This will probably be the last one um, as well because we've absolutely rinsed all these streaming platforms. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing left. There is absolutely nothing. The next isolation recommendation recommend. we'll just go back and listen to the other episodes.
0: Yeah, I know, exactly.
1: What do you want to start with?
0: Um, we'll start with we start with Disney Plus? Let's start with Disney Plus then. Go ahead. Okay, so Disney Plus, um, obviously Christmas coming up. Yeah. Even though you wouldn't know about it because obviously (laughs) we can't do anything (laughs) other than put our trees up. Um, But no, obviously Christmas coming up and Disney Plus have been kind enough to release all three Home Alone films. Yeah. Um, apparently there's five Home Alone films. I I only realised this the other day in work when someone told me there are now five yeah, yeah. Home Alone films. But they released the first three on uh, on Disney Plus. So it's the it's the two with Macaulay Culkin, the classics, and then the one with the kid who gets <laughs> what is it? He gets chicken pox in it, and then it's just it's just absolutely garbage. Me, I, I haven't seen the third
1: one. I don't I don't intend on seeing it.
0: Don't 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 it shocking, but um, one and two are on Disney Plus, and they are classics, aren't they? Yeah, they really are. Yeah, like literally, look. unless your name is unless your name is Gina, and then you haven't seen any Home shocking, Alone shocking in shocking behavior in the apps in the twenty six years you've been alive. <laughs> Absolutely mind-boggling that shocking behavior, mate. When your girlfriend hasn't seen Home Alone, <laughs> what the honestly? <laughs> Little education this past week, Adam. I'm telling you, but um, it's got to be done. No, she loved them. She loved, she loved Home Alone. I love Home Alone. It's got probably one of my favorite actors of all time, Joe Pesci. Yeah. Um, it's just so well, so funny, so well made. It's just, it's just a classic, isn't yeah. it? I You've got, you got, the, got right the joy as well of like
1: ha- having two film like the first first Home Alone, s- such like a, a a basic idea, the idea of doing a sequel. It's kind of like, well, it's not going to really work. But you've got the joy of having a sequel that's actually better than the first film. I think, anyway, I think this, the yeah, second yeah. one's better in New York.
0: This, the second one is better. I, I agree with you now. Yeah. The second one yeah. is better. I used to think the first one was probably the best, but no. I watched the second one last night, and I do agree with you now. Yeah. Um, apart from the first There was that thing that came out Trump the other day as well. About, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I was both <laughs> to say, that, that thing that came out the other day about Donald Trump and that he insisted... and. What he, he had to be in the film and just kept on insisting and <laughs> badgering them to be in the film because they were using his hotel and they just limited them to like
1: a second and just, <laughs> just saying line, yeah. it's
0: down that way Dirty oh bastard. mate honestly just sums him up doesn't he he's gone soon so yeah, it's fine he's already gone um, that's the last we'll see of him in home he's Lola. already gone <laughs> he'll, he'll turn up in like four years time in like Entourage or something <laughs> something shit like that um but no home alone one and two on Disney Plus. Um what else have I got here? So we've got um Mulan obviously got released on the streaming service a couple of months back behind um a paywall. Yeah. That paywall gets removed. I'm not too sure when it what date it gets removed, but it gets removed um in December. Mm-hmm. And you'll be able to watch Mulan as normal on Disney Plus. Uh, I haven't seen it yet. Um, I think you have, haven't you? No,
1: I haven't seen the new Mulan. I, I know a few people who paid to watch it, but I mean, I'm already paying for Disney Plus. So I don't want to pay more. Yeah, yeah. Just for one. I film. didn't pay it to watch it. Like, I'm just going to watch it like when it comes out. Or something daft. So yeah, yeah. I'll wait for that one. It's
0: got very mixed reviews. Some people really enjoyed it, um, and some people just really, really hated it. Yeah. Um, from what I can tell, there's a lot of change from changes from the animated one. Um, so obviously, Mushi, 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 out. Yeah, Eddie character Murphy. um, Murphy's
1: characters and scrapped. A,
0: and the the main the, the main male characters out as well, isn't he? Um, or there's you there's s- like a character do you sp- do split, you split into, them into two, two, two
1: characters, or something.
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know.
1: I mean, Wh- whatever. To be honest, I'm quite um, excited to watch it because I think we've talked about like uh, Disney remakes before but this looks like one that's like if they're going to remake a film then remake this one. they'll remake it. Use all the same content and just do it live action. If you're going to remake it, use, use yeah. the same story. But then completely change it, get rid of all the songs, make it more of an actual yeah, yeah. war film. Yeah. Looks pretty good. I'm yeah. excited to see it to be honest. It does look
0: good. The trailer looks really, really good. Um and I did intend to get the pictures to see it, but obviously. Unlucky. That off, through out the window. And okay. Um what else have I got down here? So Christmas Day, um, it's another one where it's not out yet on Disney Plus, but it it's going to become available. Um so on Christmas Day uh disney plus will release the next pixar film so it will go straight onto disney plus it will skip the cinemas and it's called soul and it stars jamie fox and tina fey from the trailer it looks just classic pixar really very much um like um is it coco cuckoo coco, coco. <laughs> C- cuckoo yeah. and um it looks like coco and it looks um it looks like it's gonna be like a mix of Coco and up and like them so and inside out them sort of um pixel nice. films um I haven't seen it looks it looks really good I haven't bunch, seen really. any of this
1: is it is it like an actual Christmas film or is it just coming out on Christmas day?
0: I don't think it's a Christmas film I think it's that that weird American tradition of oh, we're gonna release a big budget film on Christmas yeah. day um and everyone seems to in America seems to get the pictures on Christmas day, which is really weird mm. um but so, th- so they're just going to release it on the streaming services, it now seems. Obviously, Warner Brothers announced the other day that they're going to put um, Wonder Woman on the streaming service yeah, on HBO Max.
1: HBO Max, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, but um, there's nothing on the UK yet, because obviously we can't get HBO Max. Yeah. So it looks like it's just going to be in cinemas on Christmas Day for us, which mm. is just shit, because... No one's going to be able to go. I don't think. No, so I
1: mean, if cinemas are open, obviously it, it'll be better to go and see it in the cinema. But th- it would be nice to. Have yeah, it outside, yeah. I'd,
0: it? I'd honestly prefer to wait a year. Yeah, I would. And watch it in a cinema would, yeah. than watch it on the streaming site. To be honest, because it's it, it, especially the big films. They're very much occasion films where it's like you want it on the big screen. You want it with the with the speakers and yeah, stuff exactly. like that. And it's just it's just not the same. Um. Before we go on to the next one, have you got any picks? Because the next one, I feel like we'll go into a bit more detail on them.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, to be honest, I was looking on Disney Plus and stuff, and all I'll say is, it's like, go there if you want to like get festive. If you want to start watching yeah. all the classic Christmas yeah, yeah. films, that's where you're going to find them. St- steer clear of, yeah. of Netflix for Christmas films, because they're fucking shite. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> Did you see that Christmas Chronicles that came out like last year or the year before? <laughs>
0: I haven't seen the Christmas Chronicles, um, but everyone at work was talking about Kate it and said Russell. it was dead good.
1: Oh, mate, it's... Kate it's, Russell, yeah. Ah, shite, lad. Is it shocking? It, it looks really shocking, red, lad. And they've, they've it looks app- shite. Apparently, they're doing a second one. So, yeah. Yeah. Nah, mate, it's absolute dog shit. Nah, go back to stay Disney away from and, that, and Go mate. for the classics on Disney, honestly.
0: Yeah, you got the classics on Disney, like Iron Man 3. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mate, I'd rather, watch, rather watch that.
0: <laughs> that classic Christmas film, <laughs> Iron Man 3. <laughs> It is actually set at Christmas, which is the weirdest thing about it. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I completely agree with you there. I think there's that little... I don't know how to word it. Hang on. So there's that thing, I think, where obviously you have your films that are set at Christmas and they're your Christmas films. So like Home Alone and, you know all Muppets Christmas Carol and you have your stereotypical Christmas films but then there's like another little category that I like to call like films that have nothing to do with Christmas but they remind you of Christmas if yeah. that makes sense yeah, yeah. so like Disney films are prime for Christmas because you know when that when you're going through like the TV guys when you're little and seeing what's on over Christmas they used to just always put like a Disney film on mm. or a Pixar film Especially like the Toy Stories growing up, they were always on BBC One yeah, yeah. Um, over Christmas time as a kid. Um, so there's like th- Disney films in particular and Pixar films, they just remind me of Christmas. Yeah. Um, so even if it's got nothing to do with Christmas, they're all on there anyway, aren't they? On Disney Plus.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like the nostalgia, isn't it? Of watching those those kinds of films when you're a kid. Remind you of good time. Yeah, those. yeah.
0: Lord of the Rings weirdly falls into that category (laughs) as well, especially The Fellowship. But I don't know why. I think it's because they actually did release them um, in December. I think when they originally came out. But they just always remind me of Christmas, Lord of the Rings films. Um, Yeah. Moving on, though. We have, obviously, at the moment, season two of The Mandalorian. Yes, lad. um, So I think we're on episode... I think we just seen episode four so there's four episodes left um it takes us right up until the week before christmas adam has finally caved in finally started watching it and he started watching lando what
1: are you for five episodes in um of season one season one yeah five episodes in, yeah. and all i've got to say is like i'm so annoyed that i waited so long to watch it <laughs> but at the same time, it's it's good because I can smash through this first season, and then I can yeah I can like I've got like five weeks to catch up. I think um, yeah, you'll have you have a few episodes so, like, to I'll, I'll, to binge up season two then, as well. And then like went by the time season two comes to an end, I'm like good to go. I can like watch them as they come yeah, out. Yeah. On the, is it a Friday they come out? Yeah, I think yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, they're
0: absolutely amazing. I, aren't love they?
1: I love them. I want Baby Yoda. I want a Mandalorian helmet. I want all <laughs> You
0: just want all the merch. Yeah. I don't even but know what absolutely why I so long fantastic. To watch
1: it. I think I was like, Did under the impression that I'll just let it build up and binge you, which is kind of have. Done, yeah, but yeah. No, honestly, it's unreal. I recommend it to anyone. It does, like, if you yeah. don't like Star Wars, it doesn't matter. It does not matter.
0: Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Completely standalone well, as boss. You know, you look at
0: um, what I love about them is. They appeal to, as you say. So even if you don't like Star Wars, you'll you'll enjoy them. Like my girlfriend, she's only just got into Star Wars, to yeah. be honest. But she she really likes the Mandalorian. Like yeah. that's her favorite bit of Star Wars, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you will. Yeah, it's, it's um, the same And with... there are people that that hate Star Wars, and but they'll watch the Mandalorian because it's yeah. yeah. I don't know what the thing what it's down to. To be honest, I can't really.
1: I think it's just because I think it's it. like the the structure of the, the story and how the episodes roll, and because the episodes aren't too long either; they're like 30, 40 minutes. Every episode's like standalone; like they'll just fall into like another predicament. So it's like it's like just every episode's like a small challenge so far, anyway, from from what I've seen. And I think for you, I think, yeah, I think at the moment like bite-sized chunks. It really helps to just like follow along. That's what I sort of expected, especially after watching that first episode. I was like, it's going to be like one thing at a time. And I think it's just so easy to watch. And it's really entertaining as well, like the, the stuff that happens. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think, particularly from people outside of like Star Wars fan base, it's just sound and it? it's just boss. Like, The Mandalorian's cool as fuck. Baby is just like, oh, you, mate, can't, you can't not. Like, obviously. Everyone's, baby, already, honestly, everyone's already on Baby Yoda, but you so can't not smile when You can when
0: say it what you screen. want about, like... Oh, mate, honestly, you can say what you want about, like, the cutest thing ever committed to, to screen. You know, you could say... You could argue it's Baby Groot. You no. could argue it's this. You could argue it's Groot. It's not. <laughs> baby Yoda is the, is honestly the cutest thing ever committed <laughs> to <screen>. Honestly. Honest <laughs> to God. Honestly. Going back to what you are saying then, though. The... Um, season one in particular is very much you know uh, this is this is the story for this episode it's yeah. all told in one episode and then you move on to the next one yeah. towards the end of season one they start to sort of come together where oh find out next week what happens at the end of this and stuff yeah. season two at the moment it very much follows a TV show narrative where you watch episode one and it builds into number two mm. and number two builds into three it's very much gone to to that structure now. It still works. Bloody hell does it still work. <laughs> season 2 is absolutely unreal. Honestly, mate. The first episode of Season 2 is unreal. Like, I don't know what sort of budget they had for that first episode, but fuck me. <laughs> honestly, they must have... I think they must have spent the, half the budget on that first yeah. episode because it is absolutely insane. Honestly, um. You know, and what, going back to what you were saying before, and what we were saying about like non-Star Wars people liking it. You know, if you're a massive Star Wars fan like I am, there's that side of it where if you don't like Star Wars, you'll still take you'll still take the narrative away, and you'll still like the structure and the characters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then, if you're someone like me who who's like invested in like the tiny little details of Star Wars, then there's so it's just like a like a treasure chest of yeah. Easter eggs and all sorts there is, of like yeah. there's a bit in season one where um the Mandalorian gets paid and it's like a little bucket thing mm. and it like opens up and like all the, the, the gold and stuff's in there. That bucket thing <laughs> was just a random prop that some guy was running with in Cloud City and Empire Strikes oh, Back really? and they've actually it's just a random prop. yeah I think it's like a I think it's like a kitchen Something to do with it, a kitchen or something, and he just told him to grab something and run with it like he's he has to run for his <laughs> life, so he's just running on screen with that thing. And then Jon Favreau took it and actually like made a design for it in Star Wars. Um, so there's that. There's um, towards the end of this first season, um, there's a big like there's a it's like a mobile sort of thing, mm. like this huge like sort of tank. And that was a toy in the eighties that never got released in the film. So everyone bought this toy thinking it was like something to do with the film, and it was ever, it was actually never in the film. Ah, right. And they actually made a big, massive life life size one for the Mandalorian. <laughs> just say, so <you> just <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. There's like concept art that the they co- used from like the eighties. The, the
1: episodes is like unreal. Like you. Just,
0: oh yeah, but. It's unreal, mate, honestly. But the con there's concept art, mate, that from like when they were originally making the original trilogy that they use for some of the designs yeah. on the show. Like, it's absolutely unreal. No, John Favreau, mate, honestly, John Favreau, Dave Filoni, Restore My Faith in, in Star Wars, um, after <laughs> after the last three films. Yeah. There's talk now. Um <laughs> I don't know how true it is, but they sort of want to do it, so the last three Star Wars films are like become non-continuity, and it sets off another sort of timeline that will be the actual timeline. <laughs> um, I don't know how true it is. You're just you're, you're
1: hoping and praying that it is.
0: I don't know if they'll make it work. Nah, I, I, I think I'm going to guess they will never make just, that work. Just glaze
1: over them as if the as if they. We never can happened. just
0: hope. We can hope. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's all from Disney Plus. I think yeah. Mandalorian at the moment is the main thing to watch. It's just absolutely fantastic. Honestly, get week on by it. By just,
1: get, just watch the first episode, yeah. and you'll, you'll understand it's what everyone's so talking about. Go for it. You know he's here. Then they'll keep coming. You are Traveling with me,
0: That's no life for a kid.
1: You are a clan too.
0: This is the way. You have something I want. It means more to me than you will ever know. Yeah, so we'll go to Netflix
1: now. Yeah. What have you got? Um I've I've got quite a few, but we'll just we'll just glaze over them. We don't want to go into too much detail on stuff. P- people can decide if they want to watch them. But um, I've gone for like an array of films, really. So like some new, some old, some th- films I didn't even know were on there, like like classics that people can either watch for the first time or watch again. But uh, American Psycho is on Netflix, which I didn't know. I didn't have a clue. Yeah, it's yeah. probably been on there for ages, but I've just never noticed it. Classic so, uh, one that makes American Psycho, Christian Bale plays a Wall Street hotshot um, <laughs> and it turns out he's an absolute fucking psycho case or is he that's the point um, it's based on a book I can't remember who, who read the book um, both Jared Leto's in there and it just follows Jared, you <laughs> get Jared Leto's in there for a bit um, yeah, it follows uh, Christian Bale's character I can't remember his name now oh um, isn't it Bateman Patrick Bateman, yeah. Um, Patrick Bateman. If I was Patrick Bateman and sort of like the inner workings of his mind, um, it's to be honest, first time watching it, it's quite confusing. But I think yeah. um, if you can sort of grasp what happens, um, it is it's like thoroughly entertaining. It's a bit weird. There's a there's a few weird bits, like. But um, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's funny as well. It's I think it's quite funny. a I love dark that way. film. But. Yeah, American Psycho. It's so
0: twisted. Yeah. Um, I really like that film. Going back to just briefly, we were watching obviously Home Alone the other week. Mm. And there's the bit where he's like washing himself in the mirror and stuff and doing yeah. stuff. And it is, it's, it's, I never knew it was a little. Um, like nodded the head to American Psycho because he's doing himself, yeah. and he's like, "I use a moisturizer and stuff like that." And I'm like, "Oh my god, that's American Psycho <laughs> in in the middle of Home Alone." But that's that's um, before
1: though, isn't it? American Psycho's after that.
0: Home, yeah. American Psycho's after that, so it must have been in the book or something. Oh uh, yeah, because Macaulay Culkin's just sitting there, like um, sitting front of the mirror, and I use an ointment and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. and He goes, <laughs> and "I use this three times a day and stuff." I was like, that's American Psycho <laughs> in the middle of the whole Macaulay a fucking
1: psycho. He's a, he's a psychopath. He is now, yeah. No, in, in the films it's you think about hell. it, he's like eight years old. He's fucking throwing bricks at people's heads and that. <laughs> 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 Hanging around with Pigeon pigeon Woman in the park. Putting nails,
0: <laughs> n- n- nails on steps and pigeons in the man. park. <laughs> um,
1: out, of one, out of one on Netflix... Oh. Um.
0: She's Defo from Birkenhead Park. Oh, okay, by the she way, She's you know, That times. pigeon woman in Home Alone. The sends bird me woman. West. Nah, she's
1: a fr- there's about forty of them around oh, Birkhead, She's horrible, mate, mate. Honestly, I don't care if she's nice. She's a fucking freak, and he needs to get the fuck away from her. <laughs> um, <laughs> another one on Netflix, <laughs> The Truman Show. I think that's a The Truman that's Show. A, that's, a, that's a bit of a classic to be watching in these times. Yeah, it is. So if you, if people haven't seen The Truman Show, uh, Jim Carrey lives in a, a fictional fictionalized world. Um he lives in a giant bubble basically, but he doesn't know about it and it his life is a TV show and everyone everyone's watching, everyone's in on it and he doesn't know and it's so sad. It's really sad. Um but obviously it's funny because Jim Carrey's in it. He like he t- he put he puts <laughs> his own um his own like thing on it on top of this like heartfelt horrible story. Um he makes it his own thing it's pretty funny but yeah I, I don't know if people have seen it or not i'm just I'm, i've gone through because we've already done this twice before i'm trying to pick things that people might not know are on there yeah that they can watch again things we haven't said yeah but the truman show definitely watch that it feels like we're well, the kind of living in the truman show now like this is a big experiment yeah, and all the isolation all, and stuff, all like the yeah, Bosch yeah. people are just watching us from their mansions laughing at us but um yeah, it's true. A so <laughs> Lads, don't get me started ch- on ch- microchipping. Do you, oh you want microchip
0: us so they can tra- track me right walk around as they Yeah
1: lad, I'm sure I'm sure the government wanna microchip fucking mate Chris from Liverpool, God. lad. Honest to God, mate. Don't give a shit where you Carry are. Carry
0: on. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go, we'll both go off at the time no, no, yeah.
1: <laughs> Give us give us a Netflix one. Fucking wet
0: wipes, <laughs> mate, honestly. So you can have vaccine, lad. Take that! I'm not taking the vaccine, mate. Fuck off.
1: Tweeting, tweeting about <laughs> living your bubble, then <laughs> tweeting about not wanting to be microchipped from your fucking oh, from, no, your, mate, from your fucking phone that's got GPS in it and your fucking geotag tweets. I know. Tweets. Yeah, I know. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> right. <laughs> have Have you got any more? I've got loads, mate. But you can throw a few in there.
0: Um. Yeah. So I've got, like you said, basically it was it was quite a struggle with Netflix just to pick something we either haven't said before or something that probably loads of people have already watched. Yeah. Um But probably one that loads of people have watched, but I'll say it anyway. So all the Bourne films are on Netflix, including the weird Jeremy Renner, Renner one. Oh, yeah. Um But the Matt Damon's ones are on there. So the, I think the first three ones are absolutely brilliant. No, they are, boss, yeah. Then it's sort of then it sort of goes a bit downhill with jeremy renner and then he, he matt damon came back and did the fourth one but it wasn't as good as the other three no. so just, just basically just watch the first three and then you're good um really good the Bourne films i think the Bourne film sort of pushed the bond film sort of in the direction they went with daniel craig mm-hmm. um because it really was like a it was like a benchmark moment for like them sort of action spy films um especially even like the mission impossible films i think had to sort of change their style because of the born films because the first three films are absolutely insane yeah. like the third film is brilliant um proper like cat and mouse sort of film like the first two films are very cat and mouse um with obviously Jason Bourne being the mouse and then I think the third film was amazing because it just basically flipped it on its head mm. because obviously he eventually gets back into America and then it flips on it on its head and he becomes the cat then yeah, yeah. hunting them down. It's so fucking good. Um first three are amazing. The Jeremy Renner one's hit and miss. Um and the fourth one with Matt Damon's worth a watch but the first three absolutely get on them. Um Benjamin Button is on Netflix. The fucking three-hour epic that is
1: Benjamin Button. Do you want to see? I think I went to the pictures to see this film. Like a reason, then.
0: Oh, mate! Honestly, I think this. I went to the pictures to see this film, and this is generally one of the weirdest films I've ever remember going the pictures to see as a as like a teenager. Like, what the fuck have I just watched? Um, it's It's brilliant. Don't get me wrong. I I think it's a brilliant film. Um. Even if it is a tad too long, but the CGI and the performances are absolutely brilliant. Yeah, yeah the
1: CGI particularly because um, that film like was it like two thousand and eight or something like that.
0: It was Quite old, isn't it? Two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, David Fincher as well, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, the Finch. Finch lad. <laughs> um, the Finch lad. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. Really is. It's it's a classic film. I'd say from that sort classic. of that sort of decades from the noughties yeah. um it's one of them that everyone was sort of talking about at the time um it's brilliant it's well worth watch even if it is about nine million hours at <laughs> least <laughs> it feels put like that when you're watching it it's a
1: fucking epic put it on early honestly watch that one. that's a six that's a yeah. six o'clock show isn't it
0: nah that's a one o'clock mate <laughs> one o'clock
1: in the <laughs> afternoon get your fruit till tea time <laughs> uh, i've got i've got another one here um this this is a classic this is an absolute classic but some people aren't into onto these into these guys films um, so it's a Cowan Brothers film burn after reading all oh, right Um oh, I don't know if you've seen it classic so it's about like, Enough. um so it's like government sorts of secrets get like leaked and there's like people there's people basically coming after all the people like people from the CIA is the CIA yeah. yeah, yeah, they're like yeah, they're yeah. like chasing people down essentially to get, to get these government secrets, like on a disc, I think, or like a USB or something. Yeah, yeah, um, and then loads of just like random people get entangled in it by like completely not by their own means, and the cast is mad. So it's like George Clooney, Brad Pitt, John Malfovich, um, Tilda Swinton. I think J.K. Simmons is in it for a bit, um, but it's one of those like dark comedy films. Um it's not long. It's it's a really short film. Dead funny. Definitely give Ben after Reading a watch. If you just want something a bit different. Just finishing on the just finishing on the point of like I know some I know some people don't like the Coen Brothers films. I find them a bit dry. Some of them are a bit shit like. Um but no, this is this is this is up there. I think this is one of their best. No,
0: I think the Coen Brothers films, they're split down the middle. Um You've got sort of like the mad like caper ones where like something goes wrong or something yeah it's like a comedy but a drama mm. and like the scripts are absolutely brilliant and then you've got their mad fucking cowboy western films on the other side yeah <laughs> um and like their period pieces and stuff. And I think Burn after, after Reading sort of falls right in the middle of it, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously it's not a cowboy film, but <laughs> it does have a lot in common with um, No Country for Old Men, with like oh, yeah. people getting tracked down and stuff like yeah. that. Um, and the dialogue's absolutely brilliant. The cast is insane. Um, it's well worth a watch.
1: Yeah, like I said as well, it's like 90 minutes long. So just just throw it on. Yeah, in. it is a quick film. Just throw it on. What else? Have we got? um Another weird one: Spike Jones film, being John Malkovich. Now that, if you want, if you want to watch something completely mad, then watch that. So, essentially, um, who is it was it is it John Cusack's character is like selling, basically selling um, you a ticket to go into John Malkovich's mind. That's. I'm not even going to say any more than that. That's that's what the film is. You go inside John Malkovich's head. Obviously, play, John Malkovich film. plays himself. It's so <laughs> it's so fucking mad, honestly. But it's really Imagine
0: fun. if he didn't agree to it. <laughs> imagine, if the, <laughs> imagine if he did the script and everything and then presents it to you and he went, no. Yeah, he's like, no, nah,
1: you, <laughs> you just have to rewrite I, it. And he, still went
0: away, and he still went ahead with it and he had someone else play John Malkovich.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or just change it completely, be like being Kevin Spacey. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they could have changed it to someone else, but I reckon they would have got still gone with someone else playing John Malkovich. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 what have you got, lads? Being Kevin Spacey, buddy. <laughs> that's that's a imagine. that's a completely different thing. You it?
0: that's a completely different film. Um, <laughs> I've got a film here that I haven't actually watched yet, but I do intend on watching. Oh. Um, and it's the the Devil All the Time. Yeah, starring Tom Holland and. Robert Patterson and a few others in there as well. Um, as I say, haven't seen it before but fully intended watching it. Um, it looks very dark, very brooding. Um, very up my alley, I will say. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's but um, obviously, our pats Yeah. R-Pats has done um, Tenet recently um, and now he's in this and then obviously he's going to do Batman. This is his resurgence. Um, isn't so he's getting quite the little film slate on the go, isn't he? The Lighthouse. Um, the Lighthouse looks very good is on by the trailers. Netflix. The Lighthouse as well. Yeah, I yeah. haven't even
1: seen that, so we recommend the film. Um, if haven't even or seen. it's
0: Prime. I'm not sure, but it's absolutely mad that film. I have seen The Lighthouse. It's bonkers. Um, but no, it looks very good. I don't know what it's about. To be honest, I'm not even going
1: to pretend what it's about. It looks like yeah, because I haven't seen it either. But I'm. I'm done. I mean, it looks like there's a
0: there's a lot of like different era era eras. It looks like someone
1: like looks like one of them weird kind of like films set in like a weird American town that's a bit dingy and like it looks like someone dies or something and they don't know who's done it or something like that. I don't know.
0: It's like the majority of America, them towns. Yeah, fucking
1: bit of bit of a like a grimy, dirty thriller type thing. Looks like there's gonna be a lot of scenes in the woods. Could be wrong though.
0: But we can't confirm that. But it does look very... Wo- <laughs> it looks very woody. Um, <laughs> the tree's
1: guaranteed. Yeah. <laughs> quick, a qu- um, quick one here. Um, go on. Gladiators on Netflix. I could literally watch Gladiator yes, like, uh, like every few weeks. It's amazing. It's immense. Um, Russell Crowe before he was turned into a massive dickhead. Um, <laughs> Ridley Scott before he started making shift films. Hans Zimmer. Obviously. Can't beat
0: that. Absolutely unreal. Um definitely one of the greatest films ever made for me. Oh, I. Whacking him for your neck, lad <laughs> That's all we'll say.
1: I've got it with his little thumbs. His little <laughs> thumbs. I've got a couple more for Netflix, I'll just go over. What? So there's a documentary called The Dawn Wall. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's about these rock climbers no. who want to climb this big cliff called the Dawn Wall, and it's like one of the like one of the biggest, one of the hardest, um, like rock faces to, to scale, basically. And these two people are like determined to do it, and it's so fascinating to see because they, I think they, they yeah. want to do it with no safety gear as well. But it's like it's literally like Fuck it's no. like a sheer rock face, like it's fucking huge, and they want to they want to climb it like freehand. And it's it's, it's yeah. mental because sh- shit goes shit goes west like big time, but um, it's good. Yeah. It's it's a really well made documentary. Proper, proper like good production value. It's um it's quite what's it called again? The Dawn Wall. Get on it. I'll get on that. It's a really really good documentary. Just some, I like anything something. like that.
0: I remember in um I remember in uni we watched that documentary on um was it ice Climbing or something like yeah, that? Yeah, it
1: was called um.
0: And I sort of got into that one. Oh, what was that
1: called? It was it was like a mo- a snowy mountain, wasn't it? But I like that little, little category. It's of really similar to that documentary, but yeah, yeah. Better, if anything, Dawn Wall, um, Caliber. We t- I feel like we talked about Caliber the other day, not the other day, well, on a recent episode. Caliber, um, two thousand eighteen film. Um, it's about two Scottish fellas who go on a hunting trip, um, and they. <laughs> Accidentally kill someone, um, like like a full accident. So he goes shoot shoot a deer, and they end up shooting a, a person. And they try, yeah. but they're in like this really, like, clicky town, like sort of like American wealth in London, like that kind of place where everyone yeah, everyone's yeah. together. And then obviously they realise that someone's dead, and these outsiders have come in. Yeah, and then they're trying to like cover it up and escape and all that. And oh, it's unreal! It's really fucking good. Um, Brilliant. Calibre, get on that. Uh, another one, which I haven't seen, I've wanted to see for ages, but I don't know if I should be recommending it or not, because it got fucking slated when it came out, but it looks proper c- proper yeah. creepy, like proper up, up my alley. Um It's called A Cure for Wellness. It's directed by uh, Gore Brinsky. I've seen the trailer for that, um, and it looks horrible. Yeah, it looks dead weird, doesn't it? Directed by Gore Brinsky, yeah, he yeah. did Pirates of the Caribbean. I think he just did the first one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dame de Haarne's in it. Is that his name? Dame de haan Danny um, <laughs> Dehane Jason Isaacs who plays uh, Malfoy's dad and all that. A few other people. That Mia Goff, the really <laughs> the really strange looking woman. She's in it. Yeah. Um I haven't seen it, but I really do want to see it. But I I think it's meant to be quite shit. So take that recommendation as you will. There
0: is one more on Netflix that I just want to say. Go ahead. And to be honest, this was literally gonna be the only thing I was gonna say for Netflix. <laughs> it is um Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh yeah. Is on Netflix and it is available in 4K. And honestly, I think it is the greatest ever animated film of all time. That's all I'll say. Is it actually? Oh my god, mate, it's absolutely unreal. I
1: haven't even seen it yet, lad. That's all I can't
0: 2018, honestly, we're going to do 2018 in one of the coming episodes, like film of the year. Honestly, 2018 is a fucking shite year. <laughs> And this came along right at the end, there's, and there's it just exclusive. won the. Oh my god! There's Jake's film. Twenty eighteen. It's it's, abso- <laughs> it's absolutely insane. I can't even begin to. It's it's so good, honestly. So obviously, it's um, it's done by the two people who do uh, the twenty twenty two Jump Street films, yeah. like the twenty one Jump Street and stuff like that. Cloudy with a chance of meatballs, um they're not the directors, they're the producers, and I think they had a little hand in like writing the scripts and stuff like that. Um, But it's directed by, I think it's two or three animators um, who who, their background is just an animation film. Okay. Um, And honestly, when I say this, I think this is probably one of the most ambitious animated films ever. I know it's a Spider-Man film. <laughs> however, it deals with different multiverses and stuff like that. So there's like, um, because it deals with different multiverses, it takes different animation styles, if that makes sense. Uh, okay. It puts them all on one screen, which I, I can't even begin to fathom. Yeah. So, for instance, there's a character from like, a, I don't know, like, Bugs Bunny, like a Looney Tune sort of Spider-Man. Right. Who's like, who's a pig. <laughs> and he has a very, like, Looney Tune sort of animation. Yeah. He gets the hammer out and stuff like that, and he's very, like, sort of 2D. You don't see his full body yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. And he remains like that whilst everyone around him is sort of this. It's not like Walsh and Gromit, you know, that sort of animation. Yeah it's like the anime it's like the walls and garments animation but it's still being animated rather than the clay yeah like a,
1: like a mix of the two
0: so there's that and then there's um so there's that one and then there's obviously there's an animated spider-man mm. um and it's like a mecha spider-man and he's an animation style so his style is all animation it's like that sort of japanese style Yeah. Um, and they put them all on one screen. So you've got to imagine like animating one certain scene, yeah. but then having to include different types of animation to include in that yeah, scene. Yeah. And there are scenes where they all share like the 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 ones, like they're all together in one shot. There's, there is a specific scene where there's, they're all on like the wall, all of them like all ganged up close. And they read something like there's about 50 or oh, 50, 50,000 something different types of like animations all in that like Fucking three out. second shot where they just all have to like, everything just has to be, ha- and it's all like done by hand. Yeah. It's absolutely amazing, honestly, mate. The story, I can't even begin. I can't even, there's, there's not enough time. Basically, to <laughs> so it's absolutely unreal. The story's amazing. Um, So it's not Peter Parker. It's Miles Morales, who's a different Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's all about him. Um, and there is one shot in this and I honestly, hands down, I think it's one of the greatest shots of all time where the camera reverses and so like Man's jumped off a building mm. and obviously he's fallen down but the shot's reversed so it looks like he's rising, he's uh, going right. up. And it's absolutely, oh, mate, this film. <laughs> Save it, lad. Sa- honestly, watch it, watch it. Save it
1: for the 2018
0: I wa- I watched episode. It with G- Gina, Gina watched it, and she was like, that was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Like,
1: honestly, it's, I it's feel a, like a dickhead, because
0: we've got to talk. People don't watch it, because it's a, it's a superhero. Kids animated film, nah, they nah, wouldn't nah. touch it, but it's honestly, it's absolutely unreal. I think it won an Oscar as well. I think it won the Oscar for Best Animated Film, rightly so, because it's absolutely unreal. Yeah, but if there is one film you need to watch on Netflix it is Into the Spider-Verse it's absolutely unreal
1: no I'm 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 going to watch it 100% just waiting for that Adam hasn't seen just, waiting for, a little just, just waiting for that right moment um... you add to your chance
0: <laughs> how am I supposed to save the whole world you can't think about saving the world you have to think about saving one person one thing I know for sure don't do it like me do it like you Run! Now. I new see the spark in you. It's amazing. Hand up! Whatever you choose to do with it, you'll be great. I love you, Miles. Yeah, I know that you, you gotta, gotta say i, I love, love you back dad
1: are you serious i, I want to hear, hear it, it.
0: you want to hear I me love say you dad you're dropping me I off I out of school love you, dad. look at this place dad i love you <sighs> dad i love you that's a copy
1: let's move on to uh let's move on to amazon <laughs> amazon prime um prime there's one on there that's that's a new it's a new release i think it's a new release anyway and it's the film we did our first episode on 1917 is now available yeah. on Amazon Prime. You don't have to pay any extra money. You can just... I think it's in 4K play. as well. It is in 4K. Watch that. Yeah. Watch that right now. Um, yeah. Because it is one of the greatest films ever made. Um, Unreal. Yeah. We've we've spoken about this before, so we don't need to carry on. But um, it's yeah. there. It's there available to watch for free in glorious 4K. So get on it. Um, Parasites. On there are some belters on Prime.
0: Parasites on I there. I was about to say par- Parasites I haven't seen there, that either,
1: yeah. but obviously... I haven't seen it yet. That I'm just going to recommend that to myself. Really, yeah. Um, yeah. Bong Joon Ho, <laughs> that 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 absolute mad uh, Korean director. man He was man. just like making all his Oscars kiss each other and stuff because he had like about fucking six of them. Did you see him when he's doing that? He has like his photo shoot with all his no. Oscars and he was like putting them together, like making them kiss and stuff. Bit weird, like <laughs> just excited wasn't he um, <laughs> Borat two, Borat. Borat um, too, I have seen. Movie film you have seen, or you haven't seen? Yeah, yeah, what I've seen think? it. Uh, I, didn't it as as no, no. I didn't enjoy it as much as the first one. Didn't enjoy it as much as the first one. I really, I
0: really, I really didn't enjoy it up until um, the last bit of it, and I was like, Jesus Christ, he's not actually <laughs> doing this, is he? And then I was watching that last bit, and I was like. Alright this is like just leveled up this film like that's absolutely incredible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's managed yeah. to pull that one off. No I did, I did enjoy it. I, I, I do love Sasha Baron Cohen yeah, no yeah. I think he's an absolute genius in that sort of comedy. Yeah. I don't, don't think it matches thing. up
1: to the the first one but I certainly wasn't like disappointed or anything. Still still thought was, there's a few bits where I was like that's just not really that funny that's yeah, a bit yeah. too far like
0: I wish I wish he did more interaction with like the public. He he, if that made he can't sense,
1: know, unless he was like when he was disguised again, thing. when he was ple- when he was this disguised as someone else, that worked. But like literally, you see, there's that point in the film where he's just walking down the street and he can't move because everyone knows who he is. Yeah, which is disappointing really. But but like yeah,
0: even with his daughter, there could have been more interaction with like the daughter yeah, doing jokes and yeah. things and stuff. like but that. But still, is it's pretty, um, uh,
1: it's pretty funny. But I'm sure a lot of people probably already watched that. But if you haven't watched, the, if yeah. you haven't watched the second Borat, watch it. If you haven't watched the first Borat, you're seriously missing out. Because what are you doing?
0: Like, <laughs> what are you doing? What
1: have you got? What have you got for Prime? I'd throw some in there.
0: What have I got for Prime? Um, I think we spoke about it or certainly I've spoken about it before. I've got um, the Gentleman, yes, is on Prime. Absolute belter film. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say too much because I think I have spoken about it before. You, you, you recommended it on the um, last
1: one, and I watched it like last week. And it's, it's fucking awesome. It's so good. It's brilliant, isn't so it? So you've got like a double recommendation, though. Watch the Gentleman.
0: Yep. And Queen and Slim. Now this was really, really good. So this was um, Daniel Kaluya. Is that how you
1: say his get surname? Out. I from I got his surname out. horribly wrong on another episode, so I'm not even going to try it again. Daniel from Get Out. <laughs> What did you say? Not... Daniel from Get Out. Daniel from Get Out is what I'm going to call I can't pronounce his name and I'm not going to try. So, yeah,
0: Dan- Daniel from Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, th- I want to say it's her first major acting role. I, I definitely haven't seen her in anything else. Um, but an actress called Jodie Turner-Smith. Okay. So they're the two main characters. Jodie Turner-Smith plays... Um, the queen if you like I don't think she gets an actual name and um Daniel from Get Out (laughs) plays um Slim and it basically centres around these two these two people on the like it opens up and they're on the like a first date sort of thing um and like you know they play these young black like couple Mm -hmm. these characters don't really know each other he's driving her home um and then obviously um, he's driving her home and then he gets pulled over yeah. by the police. It's set in America. It's very relevant. Um, and then I won't say too much, but one thing leads to other and it goes from there. They sort of go on the run, mm. Bonnie and Clyde style. Um, but it's absolutely incredible. Um, really strong performances by the two main characters really gripping s- story very like um very relevant to what's going on in the world right now yeah um i can't recommend that film enough it's absolutely brilliant um prime was very good actually when i was having a scroll so knives out is on there i don't know if we recommended that in the we past spoke about that, i yeah. certainly remember reviewing it um but knives out is on there that's a really good film um I watched, obviously I had to isolate last month, so I watched um, Queen and Slim, and I also watched Crazy Rich Asians, (laughs) which was really, really good. Um, Crazy Rich Asians was very, it was very like, um, it's it's a romantic film, romantic comedy, and it reminds me a lot of those Hugh Grant sort of 90s, noughties sort of films. Um, Really, really good film, really funny, with a good story in the middle of it. And obviously, all the characters are played by Asian actors, which I think is the first Hollywood film to ever do that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I really, really enjoyed that one. Really recommend it. Um, and then I've got a few classics on here. There's a TV show that I want to speak about as well. Oh, yeah. But I think um, Adam wants to speak about it as well. What's that then? So we'll discuss that. We'll, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll just go. We'll go straight for that. So it's The Boys. The Boys.
1: What a fucking! The boys show. season
0: two, the boys season two came out in August or September. Um, so there's two seasons of the boys on Prime now. Um, season two was absolutely unreal. Season one was amazing. Mm. Season two phew, blew my mind. Honestly, fantastic. It's um, just so outrageous, isn't it? Like, it's, at, it's 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 at, it's it's. The thing I compare it to most is Deadpool, and I think certain moments in <laughs> season two even like go beyond Deadpool' Mate, sort of goes, level of outrageous. It goes,
1: stuff. it goes beyond itself; it pushes the boundaries even more. Every episode, like yeah. something happens, and you go, "It's either like that's fucking disgusting, or like, yeah. like you can't, you can't do that. That's just far too much. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, you're yeah, going yeah, way yeah. too far." And then the next episode gets even worse, and you're like you can't stop watching it. You, you sit there going, it?
0: "What, what the fuck am I watching?" Like, but there's like they they balance it really well with like nice little emotion like scenes, yeah, yeah. and like they make you in a weird way they make you care about these characters, even though every character in there is a fucking <laughs> dick. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't think one character in that show isn't a dick, um, and they make you care about every character in a weird way. Yeah, I think I think the um, only person who is isn't an asshole
1: is, is um, Jack Quaid's character. Oh yeah, Jack but Wade's he's character. He's just a bit of a well But Even then
0: sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes in season two he's he just seems like a bit of a dick. <laughs> he's just, just like had enough. Oh, <laughs> no one's no one's getting a redemption arc here. It's brilliant. Um but yeah, Carl Urban's character is just just oh he's absolute Billy. Billy Butcher. He's absolutely Billy Butcher is brilliant. What a what a absolute baller. Um
1: <laughs> Yeah, I, I I love the boys like it's
0: brilliant the boys the boy it needs more people to watch it i think it's it's it's, it's,
1: um definitely good enough i think it was you that was telling me actually i think the uh the boys it's got like higher audience ratings and like audience retention than any show on netflix it's like literally it's it's taken over any show on netflix in terms of viewing numbers and viewing response
0: yeah and i think they've they've booked season three and four to get made as yeah, well. It's happening like now, they've, they've even done season four, so always a sign. It's a really good show when they're, when they're booking super, two seasons it's instead it's of the next season. It's fantastic, honestly. Well worth a watch. Um, I've only got a few more. Oh, yeah, I've got two left, and they're both classics, if you like. Go, ahead, then. Go ahead. Um, So one of them is Interview with a Vampire. Mm. Um, Absolute classic film <laughs> with... Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, and Antonio Banderas. <laughs> um, it just, it's just a proper nineties film, isn't a yeah. um, classic. It's got Kirsten Dunst as well um, in a little child actor role, but it's fantastic. Honestly, re- re- I remember watching that film with my mum and being re- far too young to watch that film. Yeah. Um, and just remembering, like, oh, this is this is class obviously it like jumps through like different time periods um and yeah and like just just it's just basically what it says in the table really isn't it just yeah. an interview of a vampire Actually, yeah. um tom cruise is just standard tom cruise brad pitt is really good in it um as he is in it with everything and then antonio bandez just plays puss in boots as he does in everything i feel like, it's a bit, I feel <laughs> um, like this
1: film's a bit underrated you know it is. Yeah, I just feel a, like just a little bit. Like
0: not many people talk about it. Yeah.
1: it's reminding me. What it's what mean, me of the um Dracula, though Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula. What do you think yeah. of that? With Gary Oldman, it's really good film. Yeah, yeah, It's <laughs> a really
0: good film. Yeah,
1: get on the vampire um, films. People, we're a bit later Should have talked about get on the get the
0: nineties vamp- the nineties vampire films are the ones. That's when that was peak vampire. Um, <laughs> there was
1: two films, and then they made Belter honestly.
0: Oh, mate. And it was just like Underworld and oh, uh, the rest of them. <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> All nine Underworld films with fucking Kate Beckinsale who can do one type of face.
1: Well, it's funny. In them Underworld <laughs> films, they just they just literally recast halfway through. They just changed. Oh, it was Mila Jovovich and Kate Beckinsale. I don't even know which one's which in them films. I'm throwing up one in. Bronson is on um. Amazon Prime. Oh, what a Nicholas belter. Winding Refn and Tom yeah. Hardy. That's a that's a belter film. That's one of Tom Hardy's earlier roles. It's like 2007 or something like that, or eight. Um, I think it was his first film role, like his first
0: main mm-hmm. film role. Yeah, yeah. He, like, proper early old, Proper
1: early early days, Tom Hardy. So he plays um, Charles Bronson. Can't remember what his real name is, but he plays um, the real life prisoner Charles Bronson, who's been in prison for like. He's been in prison for like 40 odd years now or something, hasn't he? Like at yeah, the time yeah. of the film, I think it was like 30. No, he's been in pri-
0: So he originally got arrested for like a minor crime, was the post had s- office. And then because he's had so many fights. Since yeah, he's, he's never come out of prison. basically beat up so many policemen that he hasn't come out of prison since. He just keeps getting
1: he's just fucking charged. Bad, but he does dead mad shit. Like, he horrible. does drawings for kids, don't he? Yeah like, yeah, like, like he's dead nice to kids, but he's just fucking just wants apparently, to kill
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, Apparently, they put like a um, oh, I don't know how true it is, but like they put a pedo or something in, um, sort of it in, in his wing yeah. in like the eighties or whatever or the nineties, and he ripped off his ear or fucking something, hell. and it was like one of the prin- It was one of the prisoners where he's he's actually attacked them, oh, fuck and then. The turns out he found out that he was a pedo so he ripped his ear off so in that regard in that regard like he's got it's weird isn't it it's when, hard
1: because it's cause, like is he a nice guy or is he not he's obviously he's
0: obviously got some sort of morals, <laughs> he's, got, he's, got <laughs> he's, morals but he's an
1: absolute psychopath but he's an absolute psychopath so i love that scene in, uh, when i think he's i think he's like he's like battered the policeman he's, he's like really like done and bad
0: Oh, and he's got him in his cell,
1: yeah. and then all the other police have to come oh. into the cell to try and restrain him. But he's naked, and he like covers yeah. himself in like butter and like <laughs> like fat and all sorts, um... so he can <laughs> so oh, he can't yeah, grab yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> And
0: he what's he saying? He he's like standing there, like flexing his knee, he? yeah. and he's going. Um... <laughs> Do my ass, <laughs> do my ass, do not do my ass, not in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, Br- Bronson's fantastic.
1: Like it's, pr- it's like it's, cl- it's like classic Tom Hardy, like he set the benchmark for himself yeah. at the start, and it's a it's a it's Class a classic. Have we got any more for Prime? Um, a couple I'll just mention. Donny Darko's on there. That's a, that's like a bit of a oh. cult classic with all the Jill- Um It's like your your film students. Yeah, that's a that classic. It's your absolute classic. Um, Class. Edge of Tomorrow. Another, another oh, modern belter. day, I'm, I'm going to say. I put that down, modern actually, ben Edge classic. of Tomorrow. It's fucking awesome. Absolutely it's Groundhog Day. Belt Film, that, mate.
0: With aliens. That was the film that made me like Tom Cruise. Mate, imagine already liking Tom Cruise and that came out. Uh, <laughs> I used to hate Tom Cruise. And then that film came out and I was like unbelievable actually that was a really good film Emily Blunt's amazing. And I think it I started as well. watching the Mission Impossible films and I was like actually he's, yeah I quite like Tom Cruise Tom Cruise, Cruise is
1: a, a legend mate yeah yeah he he's is he's a legend um, but Edge of
0: Tomorrow is unreal well worth watch
1: yeah yeah literally Groundhog Day in uh, uh, like interplanet war Emily Blunt is fucking huge in that yeah, film yeah she's a henchmate well. she'd kick the shit out Honestly, of Tom Cruise she could bench, bench press me <laughs> Bench bench, Honestly, John bench press John Krasinski. Bench
0: press about four of me. <laughs> John Krasinski would just wake up to being bench pressed by
1: his wife. <laughs> yeah, there's a, um, there's some have you got any more, Jake? I've got one more, mate. Go on, go on. Um, give us the last one,
0: and it is it is probably one of one. Of, it's one of my favorite films ever made. I've got two more actually, and they're both two of my favorite films ever made. I think I've spoke about one on the previous pod, so I'll just briefly go over it, and that is Martin Scorsese's The Departed. Nice. Um, Jack Nicholson, Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, who else is in it? buddy Alec Baldwin, Mark Wahlberg. Um, Mark Wahlberg just pops. (laughs) He's the only person in that Um, film we got nominated. Martin Sheen's Martin Sheen's in it. Yeah, Um, it's just it's oh my god! It's a who's who's that cast, and it is honestly one of the greatest films ever Mm. made. It's I think it's proper. um, The story is so rich, Mm. um, you know. It's about police. It's about basically two two characters, both born the other side of the law, and they both infiltrate the other side of the yeah. law if that makes sense, yeah, don't yeah.
1: he? Um Yeah, so you've got you got um, an undercover cop and then you've got like a gangster pretending and to be And then you've got
0: Jack Nicholson in the and then you've got Jack Nicholson in the middle. Yeah. Um and he honestly he gives one of those performances that it's it's just absolutely superb, isn't it? Like yeah. it's it's you, you can you can forgive Jack Nicholson for going down like the Robert De Niro route of like <laughs> Doing all the big films in the eighties and the nineties, and then just doing shit comedy films. But he sort of picked and chose his films throughout the nineties, and he didn't do. And it's turned out he doesn't really. He doesn't. He's retired, isn't Mate, he doesn't was, do films I'm anymore. Just, I'm just
1: looking now because um, I, I thought it was like his last film, but he he did a couple afterwards. But he done the bucket list, isn't the he? The bucket he list with that. Morgan Freeman, which is just mad. Um, hell. Yeah. And then he was in that wacky. I think Phoenix he just did film. that
0: because he's made to Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then literally he did one film after that, which looks like it's like a shitty rom com. But apparently, Jack Nicholson yeah. took a bit of persuading to do The Departed because he just, he was. He did. He's, he's just, he wasn't, he's not very well, is he? Like He's got, he's, yeah, no. he's got like some, some like Parkinson's related and dementia related issues. So, like. So apparently,
0: um, the story goes, Martin Scorsese went to visit him, put the script in front of him. And Jack Nicholson reeled off about fifty other actors that would be perfect <laughs> for that character. And um, apparently, Jack Nicholson on the spot, and he's apparently he's the only person who ever did this turned Martin Scorsese down it's ridiculous, and said no. And then Martin Scorsese like respected it, went off, did another film, <laughs> and then came back after like winning something for that other film and went back up to Jack Nicholson and said, that you ready to do this film yet? <laughs> like, uh, being the little arrogant prick he is, he wasn't having no, and he wasn't having anyone else other than Jack Nicholson. And I think in the end, he, like, reluctantly said yes. Yeah. And it turned out to be one of the Mason. one of his best I choices, because like what a performance. Film. He's unreal. He's absolutely brilliant, honestly. Everyone in that film he and and Like, you mirrored that with, like, Leonardo DiCaprio. Everyone just brings their A game in that film, and it's superb. Even Mark Wahlberg's...
1: Yeah, <laughs> it was mad. Literally, like I, I said before, Mark Wahlberg is the only person to get nominated for an Oscar in that film. How the fucking hell does that work? Yeah, yeah. Look who's in that film. Mad. It's crazy. Well, Martin
0: Scorsese got the best director, I think, or he got picked best picture or something. Um, absolutely mad, that film. Superb. But the other film I want to talk about, which I don't think I've spoken about on the pod before, and yeah. it is one of my favourite films, is Michael Mann. And it is um, Heat. Yes. First time, the first time um, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro had either, I think, been on the same screen yeah, together.
1: I think so, yeah.
0: I think they starred in the same film together because I think they were in one of the Godfathers together. Um, but they, they weren't on screen together. Yeah. So this is the first time that they were paired on screen together. And they're only paired on screen twice throughout the whole of the three hour film. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a proper cat and mouse chase like sort of chase film, isn't it? Where you've got Robert De Niro as the bank robber and Al Pacino as the um inspector who's set out to to catch him basically. Um and it has got probably one of the greatest scenes. I know I've seen you know I've seen it. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. Where they meet up for the first time in the restaurant, yeah. and just the, the 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 delivery of them wines yeah. is just absolutely. It's probably one of the finest actors. Is ever that the see one? Is two, that the one where he's like, two we're sitting
1: here, like a couple of regular yeah. fellas. regular oh, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucking, what a boss! I need to rewatch. I haven't seen it in so long, you know. But I love it. You're you you're
0: good at what you yeah. do. I'm good at what I do. <laughs> have, you, have you seen Tom Hiddleston do? And he's like, um, if I if if I have to shoot you. I'll do it. <laughs> no hesitation, yeah. Have you, have you, seen, no hesitation. Have you seen
1: Tom Hiddleston do the impression of Robert De Niro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's brilliant. Yeah, it's bossy. And Robert De Niro's like amazed. <laughs> he's the, oh, the Robert De Niro face like...
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, what if you do got me boxed in?
1: <laughs> I was just funny because I was... And I've
0: got to put to to you see down. That,
1: um, I wanted to just see that quote. I just, I just like read it through then. But I'm looking at the quotes from my film and I can't remember this, but you know what? We always laugh at that line in Wolf of Wall Street. When Margot Robbie's like, "Who, who? What are you? A fucking owl?" Yeah, and yeah, saying that's quoted from Heat, and I can't remember when when he says it. I can't remember. We'll have to check that out. So maybe I'll, I'll, I'll try and find a clip. I can't drop it in, but um, yeah, Heat. What a fucking absolute Heat. Belter.
0: Absolutely. And do you know what? That film it influenced so many directors, particularly Christopher Nolan. I think Christopher mm. Nolan and Heat. Um, a lot of the Christopher Nolan films, especially The Dark Knight. Um, an Inception is yeah. so heavily influenced on Heat and that Michael Mann film because it's honestly one of the greatest films ever yeah. ever made um, it's a bit of an epic as beautifully well, di- yeah. beautifully directed it's so long but <laughs> if you stick with it it's amazing no it's 100% it's beautifully yeah. directed the narrative is amazing and honestly honestly arguably the two greatest actors ever particularly
1: at that time on s- I-
0: on screen definitely at yeah. that time on screen together yeah. both just
1: bringing it's like a master class yeah, it was acting, a fucking it was a mad that one money when that it's happened. just like imagine just being a, being around mate, at that time honestly, and you're like yeah dropping this new film and these it's like them.
0: avengers before <laughs> avengers
1: mate honestly <laughs> the most ambitious crossover event of the night of, ni- I know, of yeah. 1995
0: <laughs> absolute belt <laughs> yeah. of a film heat Smashing it. um and that's it i'm out of my recommendations yeah, mate, you got any more i'm done
1: We've got, we've got a few solid ones there. We should be able to get, get people, there, get people mate. through the, the, the last week of uh, lockdown 2.0.
0: The last week of lockdown before we enter 3.0. <laughs> yeah, before we
1: all have to go into lockdown. We're sitting here next Christmas.
0: year and we're doing lock, We're doing more episodes of recommendations. I know, yeah.
1: We're going to start getting more of the mad streamer services like Hulu and fucking
0: whatever. Doing an episode on what a cinema was. And <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you remember what a cinema what was? If, what? what, what, what? <laughs>
0: Do you remember Tango Ice Blast? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, that's mate. the end. There's some recommendations for you guys to enjoy.
0: There's some recommendations, yeah, as Adam said. There's a few... We're hopefully going to do a few more episodes before the year, sort of. Oh, are yeah. We'll smash it. Fins we'll out. Smash it on the run for, for um, the end of the year. I know we've got a Christmas special in we've mind. A Christmas special. Um, we've
1: got the end of the... Um, best films of the decade coming up as well we've got two more years to do best
0: films yeah yeah we've got two more years on the best films of the decade 18 and 19 um,
1: to do and then obviously we've got to pick our best film of the entire decade
0: yeah so them to do as well so very busy but we'll smash it
1: oh my. well cheers jake
0: always a pleasure
1: cheers adam oh my lad take care mate take care ta-ra see ya
0: You know, we're sitting here, you and I like a couple of regular fellas. You do what you do, I do what I gotta do. And now that we've been face to face, if I'm there and I gotta put you away, I won't like it, but I'll tell you, if it's between you and some poor bastard Whose wife you're gonna turn into a widow. Brother, you are going down. Charlene Shaharless. Who? 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 Are you a fucking owl?